Lights, Megastar Outlandish, Zicky Dice, Twitch Sensation, Professional Wrestler, Magician, Musician, Swiss Army Knife of Entertainment. And you're listening to the best breakfast wrestling and sports podcast on your Fridays, the E's and B's Podcast. Outlandish. Good morning, all you wrestling and sports fans. This is the E's and B's, the bacon and eggs of pro wrestling sports podcast. And I'm your host, Eddie B. Friday, the last Friday here in March. Boy, do we got a stack show for you today. On the menu, special guest from Rocky Mountain Pro, Kelly Dowdy. Also, we're going to talk Sweet 16, some NFL recap, racing recap, golf recap, and you guessed it, everybody's favorite, some wrestling. You're listening to the best breakfast wrestling sports podcast on your fridays it's the e's and b's podcast oh yeah Welcome in, have a seat, pull up a chair, do what you gotta do, happy Friday, glad to have you here on the E's and B's podcast, I'm your host Eddie B, last Friday here in March, and boy do we got some stuff to talk about today, like I said earlier in the intro, we got special guest Kelly Dowdy coming up here just in a little bit, but let's start off on the sunny side up, let's dive right into it folks, well, it's sweet 16 time. That's right, we're narrowing it down, and uh, if you haven't yet went and checked out our video there on YouTube, we got a video going. If you can predict the final four before it happens, you can have a second chance, folks. If your ba- if your bracket is busted, us here at E's and B's are going to give you a second chance. That's right, predict the right final four before it happens. We'll be shutting the video down on Sunday. But uh, yeah, check that out. But let's talk about what happened leading up into this point, folks, as it's been a wild one. I know a lot of brackets were busted right away as we talked about that last week, that uh, things were shaking out right away there on Friday into Saturday. But we've narrowed it down into the Sweet 16 as we got Gonzaga and Creighton, USC and Oregon, Michigan and Florida State, UCLA and Alabama, Baylor versus Villanova. Arkansas and Oral Roberts, Loyola and Oregon State, and Syracuse versus Houston. So a lot of great matchups. Um, the final four will be set before we come back 
here next Friday, and it'll be the first Friday there in April, as we've got a stack show for that as well. We'll talk about that later on in the toast. But yeah, for sure, folks, looks like it's going to be an awesome NCAA-packed full weekend of basketball. Can't wait to see how these things shake out. We'll talk about that next week. Make sure you guys get on YouTube, subscribe, get your picks in before Sunday, and you'll be eligible to win a t-shirt from us here at E's and B's. Hey, let's talk NFL a little bit, folks. How about some crazy news? As uh, I mentioned last week, just a a touch on the uh, Deshaun Watson situation. Well, from last Friday to this Friday, it hasn't got any better, folks, as it's got way bad, in my opinion. Many accounts uh, have been filed, and I don't know how this thing's going to shake out. I know his lawyer has been been quoted saying, you know, that some of these are very false, and it leads one into another, and you know how that goes. We're going to keep a close eye on that. As I spoke last week, this really hurts his situation, as we know he wants out of Houston, and, uh, you know, with all this <laughs> circling him, folks, I don't see him moving anywhere besides maybe out of NFL unfortunate situation, but we'll keep our eye on it, and uh, we'll we'll let you guys know once we find out. Uh, free agent news, as we know, the door got kicked open last week, folks. Free agency's been ramped up and ra- ramping going on all week long last week, this week. We got some more news, free agent news to talk here, as uh, Joe Flacco now is a Philadelphia Eagle, as he'll be backing up uh, Hurts there in, in Philly. That'll be uh, interesting to see, as we know that when he was here in, in Denver, he didn't want to be the backup. So interesting to see how his mind has changed. Uh, money talks, right? Anyways, Juju, he's staying there and as he signs another deal with the Steelers. Uh, Kyle Rudolph is to the Giants. Trent Williams is staying home with the 49ers. And uh, the Broncos, or excuse me, the Broncos re-sign Kareem Jackson. And he'll stay here in Denver, as we know. That was a big key piece of maybe the Watson situation when that all got ramped up and started earlier, you know, in the year. So interesting to see that uh, he is staying at Broncos, so good for them. Also, we know Sammy Watkins was visiting the Raiders and the Colts, so we'll see what happens with him. Folks, we know the draft's coming up April 29th through May 1st. We're just a few weeks away from everything shaking out, and then we'll start talking about off-season workouts and all that great stuff in the NFL. So stay tuned to the E's and B's podcast to get all your NFL news. We'll give it to you when we get it. Hey, let's get into some racing. That's right. We got a lot to talk about in racing. Uh, Starting off with what happened last week, folks, if you did not see the Xfinity race, boy, oh boy, you need to go back and check that out as not so much a great race, but what happened after the race is what the talk of the town is. And that's the uh, number nine, Noah Garrickson, getting into it with the number 18 of Daniel Hemrick. And uh, I'm just going to say on, on my point of view, or from my point of view, I'm all behind Daniel Hemrick and, and his uh, feelings or his emotions after the race. Because what happened, folks, was during the race, Noah had an incident where they were coming on pit road. These two guys were pit pitted next to each other, right in front of each other, Noah being in front of Daniel and uh, Noah just didn't like how he was getting in and out of the box, and it was kind of slowing him up, I think. And, you know, he kind of took it to uh, heart, and during a pit stop, Noah Gregson backs his car up intentionally into the 18 car while in the pits, stall- put poking a hole right in the front of the 18 car, uh, stalling some situations out. They get going. Obviously, neither one of these guys won the race, but um, it just... Kind of childish, in my opinion. After the race, well, here's what happened. 
Noah was talking to the reporter on TV, giving his uh, report for the results of the race and how he thought it shook out. And out of nowhere, here come Daniel Hemrick. And boy, oh boy, it was on as uh, he went for the headlock. You know, of course, all the racers always going for the headlock first. And Noah wasn't having it. And he threw the first punch. Um, he didn't really land. But then Hemrick got a great jab, folks. Great jab from Daniel Hemrick in. And then out of nowhere, one of Noah's team members, I imagine it's his dad or somebody, he kind of threw a sucker punch, and then he was trying to get in in the action. All in all, a little bit of roughness going on over there in the Xfinity Series in NASCAR, so keep your eyes out because it's only going to get hotter this weekend as they're on dirt in Bristol, baby. I can't wait as things have already started on Wednesday night with the IRL, or excuse me, the IR race. Um, on Fox Sports 1 where they were doing the, uh, you know, the computer simulated race that they were doing way back when we didn't have any racing. So it was cool to see that kind of everybody's getting their feet wet, even though it's only a simulator race. Um, there's a lot of people, folks, that have no experience on dirt and we're going into dirt on Bristol for the first time. We're actually setting a a history here this weekend, folks, as we'll be racing on the dirt first time since 1970 for the Cup Series. We do know the truck races on dirt every year there at Eldora, so the truck racers kind of have a little more experience, and as I noted last week, folks, all these cup boys, well, they're signing up for that truck race this weekend because they need to get a little bit more time, seat time, I might say, uh, before the big one on Sunday. Things are going to be a lot different there in Bristol, folks, as they're going to have qualifying heat races to set each race up, so that'll be interesting. Things shake out and start practice on Friday. Racing on Saturday and Sunday. It's going to be a great weekend there in Bristol as uh, I think history is going to be made. If you're not a big racing fan, folks, this weekend might be the weekend you need to watch because it's going to be a lot of beating and banging records for checkers. That's for sure. Um, last weekend, like I said, they were in the ATL. Uh, I Once again, my pick was wrong as actually my pick was one of the first cars out of the race. Unfortunate there for... Uh, Chase Elliott, but getting the win um, after a number five Kyle Larson dominated 280-some laps led. I mean, he was by far the baddest hot rod on the track there in Atlanta, but unfortunately, he wasn't there at the end as a late caution restart gives the win to the number 12 car, Ryan Blaney, so congratulations to him, and uh, once again, folks, another new winner. I won't say first-time winner, as you don't know, as you may know, but what I mean by another new winner is we have not had a duplicate winner this year so far in NASCAR, and that's what I love the most about that sport is you never know. Every week can be something different. Uh, like I said, we, we got a lot of things going on into the this week. And also, folks, there in Bristol, the Dirt Nationals have been going on um, last weekend, some of these boys got in some dirt late models and got some action. Uh, Austin Dillon getting a huge win in his race. So, you know, these guys are really ramped up for what's going to happen starting today and tomorrow and Sunday there in Bristol, folks. Like, share, subscribe. Follow us at easeandbees.org. Make sure you comment. Hit that subscribe button when you follow us on YouTube. Let us know what you guys like out there. If you like asphalt racing, dirt racing, or road course racing, what's your favorite? Let us know here at E's and B's. Hey, coming up next week, folks, big, big show, folks. It's going to be great. That's right. I've got a lot of cool stuff up my sleeve. I've got a game we're going to play as I'm bringing on returning guest Mark Tunney. And for the first time, his cousin, Ben Tunney. That's right, folks. The Tunney Cousins will be with me next week. 
We're going to battle it out and see which one is the better Tony right here on the E's and B's podcast. Stay tuned. It will be good. Hey, I'll give you my Bristol pick coming up a little bit later in the scrambled. Let's keep things rolling here on the sunny side up. Uh, golf last week as uh, Matt Jones gets the big win there at the Honda Classic. This week they're Matt giving uh, they're playing match play this week there in uh, Austin, Texas. And we all know this is all ramping up, folks, as it's April coming up next week. And we all know what April means for golfers. That's right. As the Masters is right around the corner, just less than a week and a half away, we'll have some special giveaways going on for the Masters week here on the E's and B's. So make sure you pay attention to our YouTube channels and all of our outlets. And uh, we'll let you know once we get closer to the Masters on what you guys might be able eligible to win from us here at E's and B's. Well, folks, that's all the sports talk I got for us this week. We're going to talk some wrestling coming up here in just a second. I'm going to dive into some news, just a little bit of news and notes. And then we'll get with our guest who's waiting by, and we'll talk with him. But first, let's get started. How about this? Some WWE news, folks, as the Great Khali and Kane now have been announced. They're going into this year's 2021 Hall of Fame. You know, uh, The Undertaker actually was the person that announced it to Kane live on the bump. It was great to see uh, the reaction that Kane gave because it was honest, you know. Almost tear, tears coming out of his eyes as at first he asked if it was kind of a rib. You know, coming from a brother, he wasn't too sure. And honestly, that's a better way to do it, I think. Um, kind of kind of like the uh, how the football does it where, you know, he comes and does the old knock on the door at the hotel or, or at your house or whatnot. But this way here, uh, one brother to another brother announcing that they're now a member getting inducted to the Wrestling Hall of Fame is pretty cool, in my opinion. You know, also, all week long, there's been, you know, a lot of rumblings and talks of who's who else is going to be going in. As we do know, the 2020 class also will be uh, honored this year, along with this 2021 class. But uh, the, the rumors I've been hearing is Rob Van Dam, possibly. Um, we know he's still a free agent. I haven't seen hardly anything out of him here in the recent, but we'll keep our eye out as we get closer to WrestleMania, of course. Also, everybody you know out there is waiting for Undertaker to be nominated. Well, I'm just going to tell you right here, right now, folks, Undertaker's not going in this year. He'll be going in next year because we all know WrestleMania next year will be in Texas, his home state. You know, things hopefully by then will be a lot, lot better where they'll be, at, you know, we'll be able to have a lot more people in attendance and, uh, for him to get honored at it in his own state, I think, will be amazing. Um, so stay tuned for that. I think that's definitely what will happen for The Undertaker. But also, like I said, we'll keep our ear out for any more inductees going forward. Also, some other WWE news. Andrade, as we spoke last week, asked for his release, was denied. Well, after going on Twitter and kind of stating his claim, they let him go, finally. And uh, with, with this, folks, what kind of blew my mind was... Um, they let him go and no 90-day claws attached. So Andrade could show up anywhere, anytime. Keep your eyes peeled, folks. I, I know that there's a lot of talk of maybe New Japan. That I think that would be great, in my opinion. You know, Definitely uh, give him a fresh start there. I don't see him, for say, going to uh, AEW, but who knows? We'll keep an eye out, an ear out to the ground, and let you know what we hear when we hear it. And the last I got thing here on last news I got here on WWE as they announced also that kind of shook the 
the Twitter world up or the uh, social media world up a little bit was the announcement of Hulk Hogan and Titus O'Neil being the co-hosts of WrestleMania this year. Kind of uh, awkward. Let me know what you guys think. Is that a good move or a bad move? Let us know here at E's and B's. Make sure you follow us at easeandbees.org. Like, share, subscribe. Hey, pass the gravy. Spread the butter. Tell a friend. Tell a family member. Tell somebody about the best breakfast wrestling sports podcast on your Fridays, folks. Hey, let's keep the wrestling news going here as we got our guest coming up here in just a second. But I want to talk about some Rocky Mountain Pro news. That's right, folks, as we're about to talk to Kelly Dowdy. Uh, as you may know, I talked last week. They had tapings going on on Twitch last Saturday. Tomorrow night, we got a pay-per-view going down. We'll talk about that next. But also, what I want to talk about was what happened last weekend. Our man, the Rocky Mountain Pro champion, Dustin Urich, as you guys know, he's been on the show a couple times. Uh, we love him. He was defending his championship last week, and if he won, he was going to become the longest reigning Rocky Mountain Pro champion. And he obviously got the work done last weekend and now becomes the longest reigning champion there at Rocky Mountain Pro. Congratulations to you, my friend, Dustin Urich, on that great accomplishment. We can't wait to see what happens tomorrow night as he's got a big match Going up against Lipto. We know Lipto won this opportunity way back at Aces Wild as he ran through the, the tournament and, and and beat Dustin Urich's partner, Damon Ace, to have this chance now at the championship going down tomorrow night on Twitch, folks. And for more about that, let's hop into my guest from Rocky Mountain Pro. It's Kelly Dowdy. Our next guest with us today, he is the voice of Rocky Mountain Pro on Twitch. You can catch him on Twitch with all the charge tapings and all the Rocky Mountain pay-per-views. I give to you, Kelly Dowdy. What up, everybody? How's it going, KD? Good, man. Just, uh, you know, living the dream, I guess. Just <laughs> Aren't we yeah. all right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, it's a uh, it's good to have you finally on the show. It's been long awaited. I've been, you know, itching to get you on here as as I spoke. You're obviously the uh one of the great voices here at Rocky Mountain Pro and as we all know, coming up tomorrow night, we got a huge pay-per-view, but Kelly, before we dive into that, my friend, I've got about a half dozen eggs questions to ask you. Are you ready? I am as ready as I will ever be. All right, KD. Tell my fans and listeners out there, how did you get your start in the wrestling business? Uh, wrestling started with me. I've been a lifelong fan. Um, didn't really know what to do to get into it. I knew I kind of always wanted to do it somehow, but I wasn't sure. I ended up going to the Colorado Media School. At the time, it was the Ohio Center for Broadcasting. Um, and it turned into the Colorado Media School. While I was there, 
there was somebody doing a podcast there by the name of uh, Michael Titus, who used to be with Rocky Mountain Pro. And I was listening in and he was talking about how they were doing the show with NRW. And I was like, I'd never heard of that. I didn't even know Colorado had indie wrestling. Uh, you know, it was not something I really looked into. Um, Cause at the time I, I was into independent wrestling, but more so stuff like ring of honor, uh, slightly into CZW when you had guys like Chris hero and Claudio um, never really been a big, you know, deathmatch kind of guy. Some of it's kind of interesting, but most of the time, especially at the time with CZW, it was like, Oh, I'm just going to hit you with a light tube for no reason at all. Yeah. So <laughs> I was like, all right, well, you know, I like these, this hero and Claudio guys. So I'll watch them. And uh, so I was into that kind of stuff. Um, but I'd never really got into like the smaller indies. And Michael Titus was talking about it. I was like, man, that seems kind of interesting. So I looked him up and they had a YouTube channel that I was just watching the videos going, man, these guys are actually really good for, you know, what a small independent this is. So I, I checked them out. I messaged the guy, uh, Swan Christopher, who was the owner at the time. And I said, hey, my name is Kelly. I do broadcasting. I'd be very interested to check your, your uh, company out. And Swan got back to me pretty quickly. And we started talking about different stuff. And I made a little highlight video from one of their matches just to see what I could do. And he ended up loving it. He's like, oh, we're going to put this on YouTube and stuff like that. I'm like, cool, whatever. And he's like, why don't you come down to the show? So I was like, okay, well, I'll come check it out. And so I came and checked it out. And that's where I met Matt. And so immediately they're like, well, hey, we kind of need someone to help run the videos and the music tonight. Are you interested? I was like, well, hell yeah, I'm interested. Yeah. So, you know, as the first time, you know, never really being more than maybe 15 feet from a wrestling ring, you know, being right up on it was like, this is the craziest, you know, freaking thing I've ever seen in my life. So I was like, yeah, I'm definitely down. And so I started doing it. Uh, my first show was actually Milestone 2 with Al Snow. Uh, so uh, again, you know, my first show in, I'm, I'm working a show with like Al Snow. That's yeah, you're cool. coming in with big names right out the gate. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it was kind of bummed that I missed out on like, uh, you know, Rob Terry and Eric Young, who I, and I was a big TNA guy at the time. You know, like they were there like two months before. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I missed that of all things. So and it just kind of went from there. And, uh, you know, the company was bought out. And then we did one show of Revolt, which was god-awful. Um, the, the show was good, <laughs> you know, but it basically was like NRW again. So I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then uh, when Matt got the company back, uh, I got a phone call from Hoodie saying, hey, we're doing this again, and we want you to be involved in production. And it took me no time at all to go, hell yeah, I'm in. Well, that's awesome. That's a great story, Kelly. And if you guys haven't seen, you know, Kelly does all the video packages. So when you're watching there on Twitch, all the great stuff you're seeing, Kelly normally almost 100% has his hands on it. And I got to say, it's pretty impressive. You know, I my claim to fame, excuse me, my claim to fame here on the E's and B's is you guys are the best wrestling on Twitch. And I say it every day and I'll continue to say it because, you know, that's just how I feel. And the product shows. Well, we appreciate that, man. Like, again, like when we started, it was, man, we had no budget. I was renting cameras from the school. Um, they said they were HD, but they clearly were not. Uh, <laughs> you go back and watch uh, yeah, you can tell. the rewind with Bud when you see some of the stuff from like Bobby Lashley's gym. It's like, oh, these are HD cameras. But no, no, they're not. I can tell they're not. They're just widescreen. Um, so, you know, we had no budget at the time. And we, I mean, we still don't have much of a budget, but, uh, you know, thankfully, we've partnered up with some good people that have, like, a lot of great equipment. Uh, JT, 
who helps switch our stuff and has all the camera equipment, like he's donated a lot of his time and equipment to let us use it. And it's, I can't thank JT enough, especially. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, Hey, let's switch gears a little bit here. Get things going. We'll talk about the pay-per-view coming up tomorrow night, just in a minute, but I got to ask Katie, who's your favorite wrestler of all time? Uh, all time. Are we talking like anybody? Or imperial? Just talking in anybody? General? No, no. Like growing up, maybe as a kid, or or just when you think of wrestling and your favorite person, who is it? I am the biggest sting mark you'll ever meet. Nice, um, nice. Well, my my wife gives me crap for it. Um, but I have a stand in our apartment, and we collect a bunch of different stuff. But I have a stand in the apartment that has um a bunch of sting memorabilia. Uh, like I have an old action figure that I had when I was a kid. I find, you know, I find the new stuff and I buy it instantly. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've, I've even got like, I, I went out and found an old sting mask from WCW that I had to buy immediately. And, you know, <laughs> nice. but, but she's coming around cause she actually p- bought me a autographed sting boot for oh, uh, Valentine's there Day. There you go. And, uh, and of course I've got the, you know, the old WCW, the big gold with Sting's nameplate. So like everyone who comes over is like, man, you're, you're not kidding. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm oh. not like he, he was my guy and still oh. is. And I, 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 my wife gives me crap for, uh, when he, ow, sorry, my cat <laughs> just bit me. <laughs> um, but no, I, I but agree. I think, I think we're pretty, pretty similar. You know, I, I've recently turned my wife onto wrestling and I'm a sting, sting mark myself, but you know, at first she was like, whoa, 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 what's this old cat, cat doing in the ring? But I can say now after, you know, his last performance, she's jumped on the, the Sting bandwagon with us here, uh, Katie. So that's a great pick. Oh, yeah. Let me ask you this, man. What's your most favorite match that you have called all time? Oh, man, that's hard. Um, like it, it's, it's hard because I've got different ones for different reasons. You know, I've got like um, – being able to just call Mike Bennett versus Atiba was, was awesome just because yeah. I, I've been a fan of Mike's since I saw him. So, and then, you know, get to talk to him a little bit and like realize like, man, this is one of the coolest dudes around. So that, that's a favorite for mine. Um, you know, being able to call um, milestone the 10th anniversary of all things with uh, you know, danger and Dustin who I met day one when I got in. So like to see like two of my oldest buddies in the, in wrestling, going one-on-one and I get to call it. I'm like, okay, that's pretty damn cool. Um, you know, but then doing other stuff with like respect, cause I've done respect women's wrestling as a ref and as a commentator. So being able to like call my own match is kind of weird. I gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> being in there with um, Thunder Rosa and Ali Gato was probably one of the coolest things I've gotten to like call as an action just because, you know, Allie, I, I was there for day one, so I've known Allie since she started. And Thunder Rosa, in my opinion, is one of the premier unsigned women, re- well, not even women wrestlers, but just wrestlers, period, in the world. Yeah, um, and I, I think if somebody's smart enough to snatch her up, man, like, she is going to be probably one of the best things you'll ever see come through the pike. Yeah, and we're just coming off of last week, her little uh, blood battle with Britt Baker. That was amazing. Of course, the talk of town there for last week. So, yeah, I agree with you on Thunder Rosa. She's definitely, you know, will be a, a big pickup to whoever does eventually pick her up. Hey, let's keep things going here, and I'm going to turn the table over to KD, to all you listeners out there, just a minute so he can talk about what's going down tomorrow night 
Rocky Mountain Pro on Twitch. But hey, I gotta ask you, KD, you're making breakfast tomorrow for any wrestler or wrestling personality. Who are you making it for, and what are you guys having? Uh, I mean, the, the answer is pretty obvious. It's it's either Sting or Hikaru Shida, and the answer is whatever the hell they want. <laughs> I can totally agree. <laughs> Totally agree. I kind of figured the Sting thing, but I thought maybe you throw in somebody else. That's great. Uh, she does definitely uh, would be an interesting figure to uh, sit down and have breakfast with. And let me ask you this one then. What are the uh, top three podcasts you're listening to right now? Uh, Eric, Easy, uh, Eric Bischoff's 83 Weeks. Um, always at the top of my list. Uh, just super insightful. That's one guy I would kill to just go meet and have a beer with. Um, I've always been a fan of Eric's. So Eric's is always number one. I listen a lot to the new day podcast simply because it's so funny. Yeah. they do. <laughs> it always puts you in a good mood. So I got, I got to listen to the new day. And um, also um, what happened when with Tony Schiavone, just because I'm an old WCW guy. So I, you know, I love Schiavone. I'm with you on that. All three of those are currently in my playlist as well. And pretty much every wrestling podcast I at least check out and uh, listen to. Well, before I let you turn or before I turn the tables over to you, I got one more question to ask you, and then we'll get to talking about the pay-per-view. But it's kind of a more of a serious one. Let me ask you, KD, what do you love most about commentary? Um, it's being able to emote what, what I'm seeing and maybe what some people aren't seeing. Um I had a friend, or excuse me, not a friend, my cousin watched wrestling for the first time because she knew I was doing commentary, so she listened to it. And she's like, you know, the action was cool, but, like, I don't think without somebody there explaining the little nuances, it would have been as interesting. Uh, you know, you see somebody, like, screaming in pain. Oh, you know, they're screaming. Oh, they're in pain. But when you have somebody to explain the backstory, like, go back and watch um, – Probably one of my favorite matches to call was Damon Ace versus Lipto simply for the fact of that story that was played out the entire night of you know, Lipto is coming from behind. He had those hard matches. He's got Curtis Cole. He's got Corrente. Then he gets beat up by Corrente, and we don't know if he's going to keep going. And now he's got to face Damon Ace, who got a bye in the first round and beat Filter. So he's pretty fresh. So you have this young, this small underdog beaten up, you know, getting beat up by this big monster of a man like and being able to just emote like this guy's coming from behind and trying to wait, wave the fans over to this is why you should be paying attention. This is why we watch what we watch when someone on Twitch is always, Oh, why does anyone watch this crap? Uh, it, it's the same reason somebody watches, you know, not only a movie, but a movie reviewer, a good movie reviewer online, you know, will get you passionate. Like, Oh man, I got to see this movie. I know he told me every plot point and every twist, but I still have to go sit and watch this movie because it sounds so amazing. So to be able to have that, uh, that power to be able to make people go, man, like this match was good, but okay. Maybe that commentary made it even better. Or even like, I got to watch this again, just to really see what he's talking about. That's, that's to me is the best part of commentary. I agree with you a hundred percent. That's my favorite part of wrestling is, you know, commentary obviously makes it, especially when you're watching at home, if you're not there in person or if you're there in person, it's a little bit different, obviously uh, experience, but you know, that's what I love the most about you, Katie. You know, I could turn in or tune in 
each and every day there on Twitch and catch you and Titus talking about what's going on at Rocky Mountain Pro. And you guys immediately draw me in, pull me in, no matter how old the, the coverage is or how new it is. It always ends up I get the good story from you guys. Well, with that said, Kelly, I want to turn the table over to you, buddy. Let's tell my friends and listeners out there what we got going on tomorrow night at Rocky Mountain Pro. Um, and tomorrow night we have never broken. It is our newest, it's not our newest, excuse me, but our next uh, Twitch exclusive pay-per-view. We got some great stuff, man. We got, uh, like we said, Lipto versus Damon Ace. We saw, or not Damon, excuse me. Oh, man, I'm so confused right now. Uh, Lipto versus Dustin Yurick. With the Rocky Mountain Pro title on the line, you know anyone who watched Aces Wild is going to know that you know Lipto went through hell and everything to get this shot. So I am expecting Lipto to go full out balls to the wall. At the same time, you got to expect that Dustin Yurick is going to do whatever he can to keep that title on him. Uh, that's going to be an incredible main event. We got some other matches that like. You know, they've just been announced. Uh, if you watch the Twitch stream, you saw the announcement of several new matches. We've got Rochelle Riveter defending the Lockheads Championship against Lilith Grimm. That's going to be absolutely amazing. Damon Ace is going to be defending the charge title against Fil Big Filter. Can't wait for that. I heard rumors of a JK Pop open challenge, so we'll have to see who's going to do that. Ooh, right. you know, and also Curtis Cole versus Mercury. That's going to be an interesting situation to watch, man. Like, that issue's been boiling over for some time. So to see them finally get in the ring one-on-one, -on -one, it's going to be very interesting. Because the last time they did, man, Curtis was brand new. So this is a different Curtis Cole. Agreed. Agreed. Well, Kelly, it sounds like a stacked card, like you said. I can't wait to be there tomorrow with you to see the action in person. Uh, that Curtis Cole Mercury story, like you said, that's a good one. If you haven't been caught up on that, make sure you go back, check out Twitch taping or charge tapings. Get caught up to date because that's a good story in itself. You know, Dustin Urich, the longest reigning champion there at Rocky Mountain Pro. Is he, is he going to lose the title? I guess we'll have to wait and see tomorrow. That's another great story. But like I always say, Kelly, it's the best wrestling on Twitch. And if you guys have not seen it, you're the ones that are missing out. Make sure you tune in. Tomorrow night, never broken, to listen to my man right here and his tag team partner, Titus Machiavelli. Thanks again, Kelly Dowdy. And until next time, my friend. You're listening to the E's and B's podcast, and this is the vulture, Dustin Urich, your current and now longest reigning Rocky Mountain Pro champion of all time. I'm getting ready for never broken this Saturday night. And I'm going to show Lipto exactly why I am the man, because I am going to carve him up. Yes, yes, yes. What a great interview. Rocky Mountain Pros, Kelly Dowdy. Man, we had a good, good time there. Thanks so much for coming. Can't wait to check out tomorrow night, like he said, on Twitch, the best wrestling on Twitch, Rocky Mountain Pro. Their pay-per-view, never broken. It's going down tomorrow night, folks. It's gonna be it's gonna be a big one. Uh, like I spoke about before we had Kelly on, you know, Dustin Urich's got a big, big title match gonna be taking place with Lipto. Also, we'll keep our eyes out, folks, as one of our favorites here at E's and B's, Lilith Grimm. So, yeah, we'll keep an eye out on her match, see how that turns out. Also, another 
E's and B's favorite, the Wildcat himself, Balaam Linux. He's got a big Twitch championship match against the Twitch champion. One third of the Three Ring Circus. It's the bearded lady with Bud Bellflower there. That's going to be interesting. So good luck to those guys. Also, one of uh, the JK Pop crew. They've got an open challenge for their tag tag belts. So keep an eye out on that tomorrow on Twitch. We'll be there live. That's right, folks. E's and B's will be on on spot live there at Never Broken. We'll be having videos, so keep your eyes out for that on our YouTube channel as well. As it'll be a big night tomorrow night there at the Fast Performance Center in Denver, Colorado. Hey guys, let's keep things rolling. Let's get into the scrambled egg segment this week, folks, as we've got a lot to talk about. Let's get back into a little bit more wrestling talk. As uh, last Sunday was a fast lane there for WWE, the last pay-per-view before WrestleMania. And as you as you folks know, we'll be talking a lot of WrestleMania coming up just starting next week as April is WrestleMania month here for E's and B's. So keep your ears and eyes out for that. But what happened last week at Fastlane on Sunday night, let's talk just a little bit about as they had a few good matches in my opinion. As we know they were leading all these up or all the lead up was coming from Raw and SmackDown into last Sunday. And, and what I'm kind of worried about folks is what we've what we're seeing is we might see a repeat of some of these matches at WrestleMania. Let me know what you guys think out there in E's and B's land. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, pass the gravy, spread the butter, tell a friend, tell a family member, tell somebody about the best breakfast wrestling sports podcast on your Fridays, the E's and B's podcast. Seth Rollins got a big win over uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. I really liked that match. It was a good one to watch as I think Shinsuke brought a little bit different style out of Seth, even though he got the win at the end. Not sure if that'll continue over to Mania, but we will keep an eye out as Seth is starting to make a big statement there on SmackDown. Also, uh, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler, they kept their belts as they got a win over uh, Bianca Blair and Sasha Banks. As those two just don't seem to be getting along, as we'll talk a little bit about that in the recap here in a second from Monday Night Raw. Drew McIntyre got a big battle win over Sheamus, and they uh, they really put it to each other. As on Monday night, we've seen the scars, uh, you know, from Sheamus. Pretty, pretty, uh, heavy scarring on the back from the stairs. All kinds of crazy stuff. The big brawl was Roman Reigns. He got the win over, uh, Daniel Bryan. And, and Edge was the, uh, main storyline here, folks, as he was the, um, you know, the main topic, obviously, leading into Fastlane, as we know. Edge will be taking on Roman Reigns at WrestleMania for the championship. But all in all, not a uh, bad fast lane except for one match, and that's uh, the match that everybody's been talking about. It was Alexa Bliss taking on Randy Orton, and the talk on the town, folks, is not good. Uh, I quote Jim Cornette and, and Brian Last there on the Jim Cornette show. They said this was, the, I quote this, folks, they said it, the worst match that they've seen yet to date. They even put it over the stadium stampede and we know that Jim Cornette and Brian Last how bad they they uh they put down the AEW product all the way around but to hear them say this was worse than anything they've seen was mind-boggling and what was even more mind-boggling was what Jim said after was and I quote Jim Cornette said this not me he said 
I will never watch another Randy Orton match again. And uh, that's huge. Um, Randy Orton, of course, was on Broken Skull Session with Stone Cold, obviously, uh, afterwards on Sunday. And I thought it was great, you know, telling his story there with Stone Cold. But for uh, Jim and them guys to say that, I think it's kind of harsh. But anyhow, we'll keep an eye on that. Let's get into some a little bit of recap before we wind this thing down today. How about some raw recap from Monday night as Bobby Lashley got a big win over Sheamus. Sheamus, like I said, had all his scarring from the big battle at Fastlane with Drew McIntyre. Uh, Sheamus, I'm not sure where his story is going to go at WrestleMania. He had to be saved by Drew McIntyre on Monday night. Oshka got a big win over Peyton Royce. Peyton Royce claiming that she should be the champion. Um, but what happened after was the big talk and it was the debut of Rhea Ripley as she showed up on Monday Night Raw and she's telling Oshka that now is her time and she actually challenged her right then and there on Monday Night Raw to WrestleMania. So these two will be battling at WrestleMania. It's now the push of Rhea Ripley. Let's see how far they push him, folks. How far do you think they're going to push her? To the moon, or you think it's going to take a left-hand turn? My my thoughts on that, I think it's going to be, you know, 50-50. If they get a good reaction after Mania like they did last year with her and Charlotte, there's a better chance that they're going to push that rocket a little bit higher. We'll have to keep our eye on that, though. Uh, also, uh, Miz got a big win over Jeff Hardy. Um, Bad Bunny, though, coming out afterwards, and now these two have staked the claim that they will be going at it at WrestleMania. We know we've been talking about this for a couple weeks now here on the E's and B's. Like I said, most of these storylines are self-explanatory. Kofi got a singles win over AJ Styles. These uh, also are leading into WrestleMania as the New Day will be taking on AJ and uh, Osmo. Uh, That'll be interesting. Like I talked about last week, I can't wait to see him get in the ring. Uh, Drew had a uh, two-on-one handicap match against the Hurt Business. He did get the win, but um, he took a little pain afterwards, of course, getting jumped. And then rounding out the night on Raw, Braun Strowman getting a win over Jason or Jackson Riker. Uh, Shane McMahon jumping afterwards, hitting him with the crutch. Of course, Shane was supposed to be wrestling that match, but claimed he was injured. Uh, pulled the old crutch move, and what do you know? Them two now are going to obviously face each other off at Mania. I'm pretty sure I called that last week, right? Uh, let's move into Impact Tuesday night. Uh, TJP got a DQ win over Ace Austin, trying for that a- uh, X Division title. That storyline's getting a little bit better. As we know, Rebellion coming up in April for these guys. That's their next main main uh, pay-per-view, obviously, after WrestleMania. Um, Rohit got a, a win over Fa-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la. That's right. Um, also, Kenny Omega and Don Callis showing up on Impact Tuesday night, and we know that Kenny Omega is set to face Rich Swan at Rebellion, and you know they just basically putting down Rich Swan. Rich Swan came back later in the night trying to uh, reverse it and put down Kenny Omega and Don Callis. We know this is a lot of back and forth. It's been going like that for a while. Can't wait till Rebellion. Uh, my my prediction is this, folks. I think Kenny Omega will be a another champion. He'll have the Impact Championship come Rebellion. We'll have to wait and see, but that's just my prediction. Um, the main event was Carl Anderson taking on Eddie Edwards. It was a heck of a brawl. I love both those guys. Carl Anderson getting the big win. Of course, he had more distractions at the ringside with uh, the big LG. 
But afterwards, Finn and Juice came on the screen live from Japan and were holding the Impact Tag Titles, basically rubbing it in their face, but they did accept they'll be giving them a re- rematch at Rebellion. So that's another championship going on at Rebellion. Rebellion scooping up folks to be a good pay-per-view. Obviously, like I said, it'll be after WrestleMania, so we'll have to see if it can top WrestleMania. What do you guys think out there? In the E's and B's land, I don't know if uh, Impact can actually pull that off, but it'd be cool to see something fantastic from them folks. Uh, NXT roundup from Wednesday night. Adam Cole is freaking out, folks. You know, we know the big story between him and what was the Undisputed Era. He's uh, been battling with Strong and O'Reilly and Finn Balor. So uh, big things are going to be happening between this. I know that coming off uh, or the co- going into the two-nighter takeover event they're going to be having in just a week and a half. Adam Cole's got a big matchup. I think it's going to be a bloody one. He's got to top his wife, right? Uh, you know, we'll talk about that here in just a second. Uh, Gun- uh, Gonzalez and Dakota Kai got a big win over Io Shirai and Zoe Stark. Zoe Stark, you know, she just keeps climbing up. She's uh, showing up week after week on that show, folks. Like we said, keep your eye out for her. Uh, they they did show some surveillance uh, video of Adam Cole beating up O'Reilly. Um, like I said, that's this is coming to head, and it's going to happen at the TakeOver event. So keep your eyes out. I want to know who, who you guys think is going to win and what do you think the next move will be. Also, folks, some other news from NXT. Bronson Reed got a huge win over LA Knight. Uh, Delvin got a huge win over Kushida. Also, um, the women's tag team champions, well, they stayed the same. Karrion Cross got a win over Lorcan. And Walter making his NXT Wednesday night debut here for, well, it's been a while since he's actually wrestled on Wednesday night. He got a win over Drake Maverick. That was the recap for NXT. Great show. Um, like I said, they're building everything up for this takeover. Going down in just about a week and a half. Can't wait to talk about that. We'll give you more on that here in the future. Last thing I want to talk about wrestling wise here was AEW, the recap from Dynamite on Wednesday night as they started it out with a banger. Kenny Omega got the win over Matt Sidell. Matt Sidell, obviously, this led into the storyline. Actually, this match, I should say, storyline wise, was due to the fact that Matt Sidell on Dark uh, was called out. There was a big issue. Tony Khan comes out of the back and basically trumped Kenny Omega and set this match up. I will say this. It was a great match. Uh, the commentary was outstanding from JR and, and, and Don Callis and Tony Schiavone. They uh, definitely worked well off each other. Um, after that, we got a promo for what was going to be later on the main event of the evening. Dark Order's John Silver talking about, you know, he's ready. He's hungry. And uh, he was hungry. It was a good match. Um, the next match was Hangman. He got a big win over Cesar Benoni. That's right, Cesar, uh, one of the new guys, you know, he's a big-ass dude, big, big dude, and um, he can work all right. I think he's still a little green, but once he gets going, I think he might be something for Warlow or or some of those big cats, you know, Luchasaurus and such, um, to be matched up with in the future. I can't wait. Uh, of course, Dark Order was on the outside to help out Hangman because uh, Matt Hardy and his new crew, well, they're lurking, and it seemed like they were lurking all Wednesday night, in my opinion, but... Anyhow, after that match, we got Britt Break, excuse me, Britt Baker's promo. And like I said earlier, I wanted to talk about this. Um, she came out and pretty much put it down, folks. 
uh, staking her claim that she is now not only the face of the women's division, she is the face of women's wrestling. And um, she just basically called out Thunder Rosa. And after that, she also had something to say about the legend Mick Foley. Listen to this, folks. I think you're going to love it. I'm a star now. Mick Foley, thanks for the thumbs up. Except it took you 20 years to become a hardcore legend, and I did it in one night. Yeah, huge words there from the DMD herself, Britt Baker, calling out Mick Foley, saying now that she's a hardcore legend and it only took her one night. Woo, I'm loving everything she's doing now, folks. Keep your eyes out on her. After that, another promo, folks. And, and it was the uh, promo that led us to what's going to be going down next Wednesday night. A match between, finally, we're getting Christian Cage in the ring, taking on one of his old foes, Frankie Kazarian. And these guys know each other from back in the day at Impact. So, And Frankie was punking him out. If you did not see it, go back, check it out. I uh, was pretty interested after seeing what was said that what's going to happen uh, this Wednesday night coming up between those two. Um, obviously, after that, we went to back to the ring, and the Pinnacle had a th- another uh, three-man match going up against the Varsity Blondes and one member of Top Flight. And FTR and Spears was the members of Pinnacle in this match, obviously, MJF, Tolly, and Warlow still on the outside, and we knew something was going to happen. Of course, too many people always at the ring between these guys. Well, FTR and Spears get the huge victory, and of course, afterwards, well, we got one of the best promos out of Dax that I've heard ever. Uh, he really, he really uh, wore it on his sleeve Wednesday night as he cut that promo after the match, um, laid it all out there. You know, it's funny, some of the things he was saying or some of the things that we're hearing, you know, on all these other podcasts or through all the other media networks or social media stuff, it, it seems like they're definitely listening, especially MJF followed him up with another great promo as well. He is, he is well talking about some things that's been mentioned in the media here recently. So, man, these guys are, uh, they're, they're calling out the inner circle they're pretty much calling out AEW, and I can't wait to see how this turns out for the summer. We'll, we'll, we'll keep our eyes out. Uh, QT was then on stage with Tony Schiavone and uh, QT Marshall calling out Cody, basically saying he's tired of being called Cody's friend and wanted a match. Cody came from the back, obviously wearing the headgear as he was at uh, Gorilla working. He had his arm in a sling, but uh, after a few uh, sharp words, Cody and QT will now be on the the card for next Wednesday. So I can't wait to talk about that. As we know, QT Marshall's attitude has been changing here lately, and we knew that this change or uh, turn was coming, right? Uh, After that, we had another six-man match, folks. It was a six-man match night, but this one was my favorite one of the evening. It was the Lucha Brothers and the Laredo Kid taking on the Young Bucks and Brandon Cutler. And this thing was a high flyer from beginning to end, folks. Yes, if you like that, this was the match to see, to go back and watch for sure. Um, I've seen some new stuff in it, to be all the way honest. And that Laredo kid, uh, he impresses me every single time I see him. Um, I wish he would come around a lot more often there in AEW. But all in all, in the end, 
The shocker was actually Laredo Kid getting the roll-up win over the Bucks and Brandon Cutler. And, of course, we had to have another afterbirth afterwards as Kenny Omega came out and physically attacked Laredo Kid. And then, of course, we know them and the Young Bucks are having situations from last week. Well, this week, Omega calls out Young Bucks and gave him an ultimatum. Said they had one more chance to uh, too sweet him. And then, you know, if they didn't do it, then that pretty much ended it. And, you know, the Bucks passed. They left. Left stage left. <laughs> or right, they might say. Anyhow, yeah, so that's how that's going to shake out. We knew this story is going to be coming eventually as it's been building and building between Omega, Good Brothers, the Bucks. It's all about to blow up. Um, the Bullet Club stuff keeps getting tossed around very freely on AEW. You know, I know Tamatonga has been talking a lot of shit about that, and he's not very happy how they're uh, throwing that one around so loosely. But, you know, we'll keep our eye out, see what happens. Um, we know we got a while before the next AEW pay-per-view, so a lot of time to build storylines. Hey, after that, Tay Conte getting a huge win over Nyla Rose, folks. And, man, she is impressing me each time in the ring. Um of course, after this, it turned into a huge women's brawl as Britt Baker came out and Thunder. Every woman there, or every woman there, basically in the ring. Um, Matt Hardy was the one that kind of instigated it by taking the mic over and saying that the women's tournament was a sham uh, because the bunny was not involved, and of course, the bunny now working for him. Anyhow, it turned into a huge brawl. Kind of caught me off guard. Um, but that was not the main event. This was the main event. The last match of the night here was Darby Allen taking on John Silver. And wow, one heck of a display, I might add. Uh, I know John Silver can go, but these two together, they worked very well. And, and at one point, you almost felt as if John Silver was going to win, folks. It's that good. Uh, of course, they kept mentioning Sting was going to be around in case anything broke off. Um, he eventually did have to come to ringside to keep Dark Order at bay. But uh, I think it was basically to set up what happened at the end. And that was another huge brawl to go off the air. As um, Matt Hardy's group jumped in the ring and tried to handle business. And Sting was there with the bat to handle his business. Um, a great way to end the show. Great way to end the, the week out. As we know, tonight SmackDown should be pretty good. As they've only got like two more left before WrestleMania. So... We'll see what the storylines change tonight on SmackDown. Like I said, folks, great stuff leading up to WrestleMania month. Next month, here on the E's and B's, it will be WrestleMania month, so stay tuned for that. Hey, stay tuned for this. I'm going to get Lauren, the statistician. We're going to rep yo city. That's right, folks. Stay tuned. We're going to rep your city coming up next. I'm going to get Lauren, bring her in here. We're going to talk about where your city's rep. What we got coming up next and what we're giving away, folks. You're listening to the E's and B's podcast. All right. It's everybody's favorite segment of the show. It's the toast. Time to get out your jams, your jellies, your peanut butters, your cinnamons, your sugars, your butter. It's time to spread it. It's the toast. All right, I'd like to welcome back our statistician, the lady that holds it together around here. I do. Welcome in, Lauren. How's it going, Lauren? Happy Friday. 
games not over yet. So that's right, long week, and yeah, we got good. a few things to cover here on the toast. But before we do, we got something very special to talk about here right off the bat. Um, I want to take a, a a moment out here for a second to remember the people that we lost uh, this week in Boulder, Colorado, with the uh, terrible axe that went down. Us here at E's and B's, our thoughts, prayers, and love are with all those people that were involved. So we're going to take a minute, moment here out to uh, remember them. All right, Lauren, how about it? Let's get to it. It's the toast, mm-hmm. the last Friday here in March. Yep. Easter's upon us, WrestleMania month next month. We got a lot of stuff in store, but let's get into the shout-outs. Say shout-out to Kelly Dowdy. Thank you so much for uh, coming on the show, getting us prepped for tomorrow night's Never Broken. It's going to be a good show, a lot of good things. Thanks to Dustin Yurick for that cool promo that he sent in. He's got a big match tomorrow night with Lipto. Hey, I want to give a shout-out to Zicky Dice. Hashtag sign Zicky Dice, the campaign is moving forward here on the E's and B's show. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for the cameo. Great, great stuff. Make sure you guys check him out. Follow him wherever you, wherever he's at there in the social, social media world. Also, shout out to Hollywood. Haley J. Got some things stirring up with her this week. And maybe Christy Janes. Who knows? Keep keep uh, your eyes and ears out for that here in the future on E's and B's. Shout out to Matt Yaden. Thank you for everything you do for us, buddy. Shout out to Scotty Long. Shout out to everybody at Rocky Mountain Pro. Shout out to everybody at OVW. Also, a very, very special happy late birthday to our number one nephew, Mr. <laughs> Connor Baxter. Happy birthday, buddy. His birthday was there on Wednesday. Happy birthday from us here at E's and B's. Yeah. Also, I want to give a huge shout out to the E's and B's music producer, A-Mill, a.k.a. Tony Lewis. Big shout out to him. Stay tuned for big things coming from us uh, here. Can't wait for that. Shout out to Christy James. Like I said, stay tuned. We're going to have some stuff hopefully in the future between her and Hollywood brewing. And last thing I want to say is a shout out to my homeboy, Neil Coffey, man. I'm thinking about you. I love you. Um, also, let's get into a few other things, Lauren. Check out the video. It will be up until Sunday, folks, but it's the final four video. Get your picks in. If you get it right, you will win a shirt from us here at E's and B's. Just make sure you follow the rules on YouTube. Um, like I said, it will be up until Sunday night, and we'll take it down, obviously, so nobody can get a unfair advantage. Yeah. Uh, next week, folks, big, big show. I got a returning guest. Mark Tony, that's right, the figure eight race car driver, Mark Tony, and he's bringing another person with him this time, Lauren. Special guest. That's right, his own cousin, Ben Tony. That's right, the Tony Tony cousins will be here next week, and I've got some really really fun things up my sleeve. So make sure you guys check that out. We'll be seeing who is the better Tony here on the E's and B's podcast for sure. Uh, also, Lauren, big, big episode next week. It's our 30th episode next week, so big shout-out to us for that. Yeah. Thank you for everything that we've, what we've been doing here at E's and B's, everybody that helps out. Lauren, very, very much included on that. As Like I said, she's the glue that keeps things going most of the time here at E's and B's. Also, speaking of Lauren, dropping this weekend, another Murder Mysteries. Yes, it is. It's... Uh... 
It was good. Yeah, a very good one. Uh, we won't spoil it. Make sure you check it out. It'll drop this weekend, probably on Saturday, early Sunday morning for maybe you people out there on the East Coast. Yeah. But pay attention. Um, this is probably the best one yet, in my opinion. And we got a lot more in store. We got a lot more and in we'll, store. And we'll keep you guys updated on that. Uh, also, like I was telling Lauren, next month will be WrestleMania month, all month long, here at the E's and B's. So we'll be diving into all your favorite WrestleManias from the past and talking a little bit about that. Hey, also, if you're an independent wrestler out there or, you know, an athlete, race car driver, whatever you are, and you want to tell your story, get at us. Get at us here at E's and B's, at E's and B's podcast at gmail.com or just hit us up on Twitter or wherever you can find us. Let us know what you guys are, are wanting and we'll get you on the show, let you tell your story and uh, spread the butter like we like to say here at the E's and B's. Spread the love. Also, uh, last thing I got here, Lauren, before I turn it over to you and uh, get into those Rep Yo City numbers, Mm -hmm. make sure, like I said, folks, follow us on all of the social media accounts as we'll be updating all weekend long for t-shirt giveaways, videos going down tomorrow night as me and the girls will be live at Never Broken. I'll be getting some personal interviews with the wrestlers while we're there and maybe some other cool stuff, so make sure you pay attention to that. And with that being said, Lauren, that's all I got this week. Let's get into those numbers. Let's do it. First, I just want to mention, uh, also next month is uh, Stress Awareness Month. So we got a few ideas that we're going to go over with that. So uh, Friday, March 26th, 2021 happens to be Epilepsy Awareness Day. And so wear your purple show your uh supporting the cause it also happens to be spinach day <laughs> Popeye. that's right so uh eat your spinach so uh jumping into the numbers uh number 10 this week is uh fern creek kentucky number nine hugh ohio uh eight is washington virginia seven is cliche freya cliche number six is atl georgia ATL show day! Number five, disappointed. Fort Collins. Dropping, folks. My Fort Co people. What's Where are you matter? at? Yeah, Where normally up at? there in the one or two spot. Dropping number five. five. That's all right. We love everybody that listens to us we out do. there. Uh, number four, San Diego, California. Number three is San Jose, California. Number two is Denver, Colorado, meaning India takes the spot for the second, second week, week in, in a row. row. Like I said, folks, thank you so much for all the support out there. We love you all. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, follow us on YouTube, wherever you find your podcast at, and make sure you check out easeandbees.org for all the current updates on everything we got going on here at the Ease and Bees. Well, Lauren, yep. that's about all I got for the yeah. best breakfast wrestling sports podcast on your fridays mm-hmm. it's the e's and b's podcast and until next it week is. make sure you eat your